Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. I'm here to tell you a story. One hour in the books. Rob Tribble in for uh, John Chuckery. Sports Radio 929 The Game. I had to duck downstairs for a second. And man, people are out, got their outfits on. And these two dudes walked by there, the little suits on. One guy had like a, I don't know, it was a tannish orange suit with a kind of mock turtleneck. He had his little douchey high and tight haircut and his ornamental glasses. Dude. Lay off the cologne. Good. I can still smell it. My eyes were watering running by that. He looks like he's out to roofie somebody tonight. Did you get a contact? Good Lord of mercy. The cologne was amazing on him. I mean, it seems like it's a good fragrance, but you ain't got to bathe in it, for God's right. sakes. Especially if it's a good fragrance, you need two, three, three squirts at absolute Man. max. But he was walking. He had shoulders sway, and he was he was, he was Oh, he was feeling it. himself. Yep. And what's so funny is that typical matchup where – his friend is probably the really nice guy. He looks like the nice guy. You know, he's just he's just he's just, he's clearly the wingman in that situation is what that boiled down to. It's it's pretty funny to see that stuff. Things haven't really changed all that much except for the uh, the cologne, I guess. Good lord. All right, NFL Hall of Fame nominees. And uh, interesting class this year certainly, but I want you to hear what Deion Sanders had to say about the Hall of Fame. And then when it comes to football, what is a Dern Hall of Famer? What is a Hall of Famer now? Is it a guy who played a long time? It, what, it, it's so skewed now, I don't know what's what. Once upon a time, a Hall of Famer was somebody who changed the Dern game, who, who made you want to provoke you to reach in your pocket and pay for admission to go see that guy play. Forget the rest of the team. You wanted to see that guy. That's not a Hall of Fame anymore. Everybody, Tom, Dick, and Harry, you're a Hall of Famer. You're a Hall of Famer. You're a Hall of Famer. <laughs> And he let everybody in this thing now. It's not, it's not exclusive anymore. And, I- and he also went on to say, that head don't belong with my head. And he's right, though. I, I, he is right. I, I think it has gotten watered down to a, to a great degree. But I'm going to tell you this, though. It's always impressive to see uh, the speeches. You see those big old grown hard men reduced to tears. And Michael Strahan probably gave the best speech I've ever heard on the Hall of Fame. I, I, it seemed like he ad-libbed the whole damn thing. I don't think he had a teleprompter. But just seeing the sheer emotion. But Dion's right. Can you play? Do me a favor. Play the first part of that. And it's going to lead me to my next point, Dylan. 
first part of that sound bite, it really captures the essence of what I'm about to say. Still, Roger Clemens. And then when it comes to football, what is a Durant Hall of Famer? What is a Hall of Famer now? Is it a guy who played a long time? It, what, it, it's so skewed now. I don't know what's what. Once upon a time, a Hall of Famer was somebody who changed the darn game. Stop who, right there. There it is. You know who changed the darn game? Don Coriel. And he's up for uh, induction again. He passed away back in, what, 2010. You know what Don Coriel means to the NFL? We wouldn't have 300-yard passers without Don Coriel. And, uh, Dylan, I think you've seen – have you seen a running back come out of the backfield and catch the ball? I have. That's Don Coriel. Oh, wow. That, that's an innovator right there. I mean, everything he did. Greatest show on turf, Don Coriel. Bill Parcells, all your legendary coaches will say, he was that dude. And I, I compared it last night to, it's that really good band that didn't quite make it big, but they're better than all the bands that made it big. And all the bands that made it big say, oh, that band is awesome. And I compare it as like, uh, Nirvana probably says the Meat Puppets were the greatest band of all time. That, that's what I'm talking about. Don Coriel meant that much to the game, and it's a crime that he didn't get in sooner. And it's like, I don't even know what a Hall of Famer is anymore. What is it? Is it, uh, it just, do you just know it when you see it? Is it like the Supreme Court's definition of, of uh, obscenity or pornography? You just know it when you see it? I don't know. It's weird. And also, the writers can be so petty. If they had a bad experience with a player, they're going to hold that against them. That could keep them out. That's how petty that gets because that's their way of holding power. And that goes back to a, a narrative I had earlier in the week. It's amazing how, as far as sports goes, so many people that watch sports and love sports, they resent the athletes they're watching, and you really see it with the media. They resent the athletes that they cover. They look for a gotcha moment just to cast them in a negative light so they can look like some champion of humanity and human rights or something like that. It's absurd. All right. Help me out here, Dylan. Let's go down this list. Joe Thomas. Now, he's the most decorated amongst the uh, finalists. Ten-time Pro Bowl tackle for the Browns. Never made the playoffs, and I think his only winning record as it was his rookie year. Does he get in based on the fact he's a ten-time Pro Bowler? He's going to get in. You know, if you hold him to Deion Sanders' definition, he probably isn't a Hall of Famer, just a really good player. But he's going to get in. I think Dion might say, Joe Thomas should get in. Oh, okay. His head yeah. belongs to my head. That's what he'd say. <laughs> you ought to find that by. That's the funny. Yeah. That head don't belong with my head. All right, Jared Allen. Amassed a lot of sacks with the Vikings. I just don't. I think he's a Hall of Famer. You think he is? Yes. Darrell Revis? Yes. He's a Hall of Famer. Yes. Yeah. I bet Dion would say, yeah, Revis, he deserves it. Yeah. That head belongs to my head. That head belongs to my head. Got to find that fight. It's so funny. It's a, Yeah, because he, he did what Dion did. He cut off half the field. You don't have to worry about half the field. That's taken care of. Revis Island, right? Rondé Barber. Ooh, that one's a little tough. That's a close. Yeah, Much better career than his brother Tiki. Yeah. <laughs> Rondé is part of that legendary defense yeah. in Tampa Bay that won a, won a Super Bowl. Ball hawk, too. Yep. Um, I don't know, though. I mean – Right? It, was he he just an, a a really good player or a good player on on a on a good team? Like that's tough. But see, there there's those there's things. Consummate pro, yep. you know, the solid professional, great player, Hall of Famer. Yep. Great players don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame necessarily because they're not Hall of Famers. Right. Right. But Hall of Famers are better than great players. <laughs> yes, they are. Devin Hester, Hall of Famer. Yeah, easily. Yeah. 
you 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 came to watch to see if Devin Hester was going to take one back. Yep, and he did in that Super Bowl where the Bears lost to the uh, Colts, Colts, too. Yep. Yeah, and he did it here in Atlanta also. Yeah, he, he – Yep, broke the record yep. here in Atlanta. I mean, he and Cordero Patterson, best kick returners ever. Devin oh, Hester on punts and uh, CP on kickoffs. Cause yep. CP – I wonder if he's going to be in the Hall of Fame based on the fact he has more kick returns for touchdowns than anybody else. He's got he like nine or ten. Maybe. Maybe. Torrey Holt. Nah. Nah. Really, really good player. Borderline great player, certainly. Was he on the other side of Isaac Bruce? Was yes, he, he was. Isaac Bruce? Yes, yeah. he was. He was part of the greatest show on Terry. Yes, won a Super Bowl here in Atlanta. Yep. I was at that game. I, I shot that game. Really? Do you remember that? You remember the last play of the game? Yeah, the tight, just stressed, a yard yep. short. Uh huh. I was right there on the goal line. Were I got you really? the perfect shot of that. Wow. Yes, I did. I was right there. Camera on my shoulder, man. It was awesome. Uh, Phil Collins was your halftime entertainment that night, by the way. Um, Darren Woodson. Ooh. I think he's Hall of Famer. Mm. Patrick Willis, I think he is. Yeah, Patrick Willis is Hall of Famer. Reggie Wayne. I mean, he and Peyton Manning. How many how many yeah. touchdowns did Reggie Wayne catch from Peyton? He certainly a helped lot. Peyton enhance his They numbers. were at the top of the list for yep. a while. Yes, they were. Yeah, Reggie's got to be a Hall of Famer. Demarcus Ware. I think he might be. I think he might be, too. But it's like um, when I was talking about last night, there's a lot of guys that shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame that are, but I would never, I'd never begrudge them that. I'm not going to go in there and go on a rant and raise hell about, why, why is he in there? We got to find that thing. His head don't belong with my head. <laughs> in baseball now, with, uh, with Saber metrics, you, you have pitchers not pitching complete games anymore. Now five innings is considered a, a quality start. You can, what, you can go five innings and give up three runs. Oh, that's a quality start. He did great tonight. What? What? I mean, Nolan Ryan, Bob Gibbs say, what? Really? That's what's so weird about it now because, you know, complete games could be a, a measurement of a, a Hall of Famer. 20-game winners, you're not going to see many of those, although the Braves had one last year. They're going to be few and far between because guys aren't going to stick around long enough to get a decision, it seems like. It's such a bullpen-type game. And are players going to play long enough now to get – 3,000 hits, 400 homers. And now there's guys with over 400 homers who aren't going to get in the Hall of Fame. And 400 homers used to mean a guarantee to the Hall of Fame. And, again, baseball writers can be the most petty of any of them, though. They're the ones that can really hold a grudge. And I'm saying now, just put Clemens and uh, Barry Bonds. In. Both Roger Clemens Barry Bonds were both Hall of Famers before they started juicing. And we know why Barry Bonds did it, because he resented all the attention Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were getting back in that legendary year. What was that, 98, 97? And that great, that one of the best athlete commercials ever was Tom Glavin and Greg Maddox, Chicks Dig the Long Ball, with Heather Locklear in that commercial of all things. But it's, uh, it's crazy. Hall of Fame has gotten watered down, though. Uh, my head don't belong with some of these other heads that's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Put my head, what they call them, bust? Well, I call it the head. The head. Put my bust, put my head, my head. Do that. Put my head where my head's supposed to be. My head don't supposed to be about him. <laughs> I just love that so much. We ought to put him with the rent is too damn high guy. You're going to hear that guy pretty soon. Uh, my head don't belong with some of these other heads. That- <laughs> He's right, though. He's absolutely right. But number one, I, I'm I'm a massive Dion fan. I, I remember when the Falcons drafted him, 
He shows up at Hartsfield Airport. He's looking quintessential 80s brother, man. He, he, had, the, he had, had the jerry curl. He had the, he had the leather suit on, all the jewelry, had the glasses. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, this is what we need. Falcons were in dire need of some swagger. In his very first game, he returns a punt for a touchdown. And Larry Munson with the call, too, the legendary Bulldogs. I think it was uh, Falcons were playing the Rams that day. And they punt the ball to Dion. He drops it, picks it up, and somehow some dude lit him up, and he somehow stayed on his feet. Then he turned the corner and, and forget about it, Mr. 4-2 going to the end zone. But when he showed up at Hartsfield Airport and all the local news stations, there was like 86, I think. I was, I was fired up. And I was so heartbroken when he left the Falcons. But, you know, the Smith family, they weren't going to pay him. They weren't going to pay him. But I, I think he went in as a Falcon. He still thinks of himself as a Falcon. Granted, he got, got a couple of rings, got one with uh, San Francisco, one with Dallas. And who else did he play? Did he play for Washington? I know he played for the Ravens for a little while towards the, towards the latter end. And, you know, now I think he had, a, had to have a couple of his toes amputated which means he probably just run a 4-7 now at the age of 55. Right. But yeah, he was on with uh he was on Shannon Sharp's podcast not too long ago and <laughs> Shannon Sharp is actually funny. I I'm going to play the clip for us here in a minute. Um he's <laughs> Shannon Sharp is getting on him about his feet. He's just making <laughs> jokes left and right. But yeah, he's got I think he, he's missing about like three of his toes now. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, he's probably just running a 4-7 now. I want to hear that. Do you have that ready to go? I'd love to hear that exchange. But I also want to hear that head don't belong with my head. Upper room, uh, my head don't belong with some of these other heads that's in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Put- I love that so much. That needs to be, since I'm going to be filling in for Chuckery for a couple of couple of weeks, we should find a way to u- hear that every single night because my head don't belong with that head. But Dion's right, though. And it's said in that typical way, I can't wait to see what he does at Colorado. He's getting some guys out of the transfer portal. And I love that. And there's not a better salesman anywhere than Dion. Anywhere. He's one of the first athletes to really truly brand himself. Like Richard Petty's the first one, I think, to have sponsorships on his car in NASCAR. Dion was that first guy that did it. But he backed it up. And uh, the one thing I like about him, you know, Harper LaBelle does uh, – the Falcons pregame with Chris Goforth. Harper LaBelle's a tight end and a long snapper. And he was teammates with Dion. And, you know, Dion's public persona, that's one thing. But Harper said, and anyone that's ever been on a team with Dion said, he is the best teammate you could ever wish for. So he, he turns on that alter ego. There's Prime and then there's Dion. And Coach Prime, I can't wait to see what he does in Colorado next year. Let's hear uh, Shannon Sharp uh, busting on Dion. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What, about the, uh, what about that third toe? Did you think about that? Like, you know, y'all going to straighten it out while you're there? No, it's just like that. They I gonna, know, they but I'm saying, did you want to straighten out? He chilling, though. He leaning over. You know he what? mad because really, the home is gone. I mean, you probably weigh like a, a size 11, but you really ate with that. If that, if that, if that toe was straight, that would have a, a size and a half at least two with that toe straight. <laughs> oh, I really, no, honestly, I'm a 12 on this side. And I'm 11 on this side. So no more sandals for you, no flip-flops for you, huh? Oh, my bad time, you know what I'm tired. You know what, maybe they do a special with flip-flop a and put it Put a straight face, Put <laughs> a straight face, though. How you doing? <laughs> he ain't no good. He ain't no good. You- 
it goes on for a little bit longer, That's like, a, funny, like a minute man. longer. But yeah, he just keeps clown. He just keeps <laughs> just, making toe jokes, just clowning on his toes. Yeah, nothing like amputee humor, I guess. Right? That's what right. It that's funny. Dion's good natured about it, but I can't wait to see what he does out at Colorado. That'd be fun to if he could bring them back to uh, what they once were. We're going to come back. Eric Zire was on with uh, Dukes and Bell, and uh, since we uh, we are really uh, heavily uh, leaning into Georgia coverage because they're playing for a second consecutive national championship, we're going to hear that interview next. Rob Triple in for John Chuckery, Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game upper room. I, my head don't belong with some of these other heads that's in the Hall of Fame. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Rob Trimble for John Chuckery on this Friday night. The weekend is here. I'm feeling exhilarated. I'm, I'm still hyped. Still hyped. The energy level is not waned, Dylan. So, Eric Zire, the former great Georgia quarterback, currently their radio broadcast color analyst alongside uh, Scott Howard. On with uh, Mike and uh, Carl today, and Carl asked Eric Zire, Eric, what do you think of the Horned Frogs of TCU? Well, first of all, guys, appreciate being on, and, and Happy New Year to you both. Love listening to you. Um, listen, this TCU team is is legitimate. They are uh, stacked up with athletes. They've, of course, got a quarterback that uh, was a Heisman finalist. They've got skilled guys that, that could hurt you. But, uh, you know, they, they are a team that plays with a tremendous amount of confidence. 
a, a tremendous amount of, of grit. They have got belief in one another and themselves. And uh, th- this is not the day and age where you don't have to be a great football team uh, to, to get into the spot where you, you have the national attention on you. You have to earn it through winning football games. And, uh, boy, week in and week out, that's exactly what they go do. And uh, th- they've got a chip on their shoulder, and, and they, they play like it. And they are just unrelenting in their belief that they can win football games, and they've shown it time and time again. And, and make no mistake, they, they belong here. Um, I don't care what the point spread is. I don't care what all the national rhetoric is. Uh, this is a dangerous football team that can beat anybody that they play. And, Eric, how, how difficult is it because the Darnell Washington aspect of that offense and the 12 personnel using the two tight ends that usually creates all those mismatches? Is, is that kind of why we're discombobulated for, for Stetson Bennett and some of the game on uh, Saturday? Listen, it, it, it makes a difference. I mean, it, it is. When you look at this, this Georgia offense, everything really revolves around those two tight ends. And, and listen, we, we've got a, a another great tight end in the wings and – uh, in terms of Oscar Delp is going to come in and, and get meaningful snaps. He did uh, last week against Ohio State, but, but but nobody is Darnell Washington. The way the difference he makes in the run game, what he can do in the, the pass game with the mismatches that he creates, and this offense really revolves around around that that piece of it. Now I think we've got enough playmakers and enough weapons uh, to to go make to go make plays and still create the mismatches that we want, but it's minimized. Uh, to to some extent, no question. With with Darnell not being at 100, percent and uh, so yeah, that that will that will make a a difference. Other guys are going to have to go step up. Other guys can step up. Uh, we've obviously got a quarterback ourselves that that, that can uh, that has been in the big moment and he shines brightest in in those big time moments. Uh, so we've got playmakers that that we're going to have to adjust a little bit. But when you've got an offense that really relies on uh, getting 12 personnel on the field, creating matchup problems, play action, our ability to block in the run game uh, because of those tight ends. When you start to take some of that away, uh, boy, it, it makes a difference. And I, I think, Mike, when you look at this this entire Georgia team, we, we've had we, everybody gets banged up, so everybody has got injuries. But when you think about no Nolan Smith, no Chaz Chambliss, you got guys on the offensive side that have been banged up and, and, and beat up. Um, it's a it's a different football team than we saw against Oregon to open up the season, and something that 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 we have to contend with and have been continue, con, contending with uh, as we've been battling through just the rigors of a season. Eric, you play quarterback. Should dog fans be even concerned with that thirty minutes of the national semifinal game where it seemed like you know Stetson wasn't Stetson and he couldn't find it? We know he turned it on and made those clutch plays. But how did you view that time period, and then Kirby after the game saying, "Hey, he's got to play within the system." Yeah, it's listen. I, I think that there's first. I want to start by by saying this: Stetson, his story is remarkable. The way he plays is remarkable. Uh, it is you know, for for myself, for all Georgia fans. I, I don't think there needs to be any concern with who's leading this football team. I mean, he has taken us to the top of the mountain. He's got us back there. Uh, if, if he's not going to go down as the greatest quarterback in Georgia history, he's going to be one of two or three guys that are, that are looked at uh, in terms of the greatest to, to play. So we've got the, guy, the right guy running. If there's one thing that, that you ever get concerned about with Stetson, right? for a long time he had this, this perception that he was a game manager. He has never been a game manager. Stetson Bennett is a gunslinger, and if there's anything that ever gets 
gets in his way. It's, it's when he starts stepping outside of the offense, forcing the issue a little bit, um, and that's when mistakes have, have occurred. When you go back and just look at the course of his career, um, I, 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 the same thing really holds true where you get a little bit out of sync and then all of a sudden a few of the forces come. I, I think if, if there's anything that you worry about is, is does he fall back into that gunslinging mentality? It doesn't let all his playmakers around him go make, go make plays. I think he got that out of, out of his system. I think the dogs, especially with this defensive look that we're going to, that we're going to see it's a three, three, five look is not a, a traditional kind of look. It, it leads you to want to be able to run the football. I, I think it's going to be a different game plan for the dogs coming in, and one that uh, will really force and, and drive steps into within staying within the offense. So I expect uh, I expect his great play to continue in, in the little laps that we saw against Ohio State. I, I think I, I think you put that in the rearview mirror. I think we're going to see Stetson that we've seen the vast majority of this year going back into the playoffs of last year where he just plays at an elite level. It is a legendary Georgia quarterback, Eric Zier, now broadcast with us. I just remember Ray Goff ever saying, he's got to play within the game and stop freelancing. We were just surprised the comments <laughs> that they made, that Kirby made after the game. Hey, Eric, on the other side of the ball, they're not getting the pressure with the down lineman. And, and, I mean, is it so dangerous against this TCU team to be maybe having to blitz as much as you did against the Buckeyes? Uh, you know, listen, I, I, I think I, I've got a little different different view of this. I mean, obviously, we've, we've seen some chinks in the armor. Um, uh, against this this Georgia secondary, against this Georgia defense, and in the past couple of games, I, I think it's important to keep in mind that you know we're, we're playing against elite talent. The, those guys are really good on the other side of the ball. It'd be no different with with TCU that can attack in a number of different ways with with elite athletes. Uh, so those guys are are there because they're good as as well. But no doubt, some some chinks in the armor. I I think for the for the dogs because of. The, the nicks and the bruises and the, the, the guys that we've got banged up, the, I, I think it's really imperative that if, if we take the blueprint that, that the dogs showed against Tennessee and that they showed in the, uh, in the fourth quarter against Ohio State where we do trust in our, in our secondary because we've got guys that can cover that, that are good. I, I think the key for this defense is applying pressure, being able to contain with that pressure. And the best way to go do that is when you get aggressive and, and you bring extra linebackers, you bring secondary. I think this Georgia defense plays at its best when it can line up in, in man-to-man, get a free safety back there that roams, do a little bit of zone blitz, but bring exotic pressures as much as you can to try to create confusion and wreak havoc. I think where we've struggled is, is when we sit and we try to go rush four and, and sit back in, in various zone looks and, and – uh, we, we've been we've been picked apart a little bit uh, when you look at that. I I really think that to, to go win today or go win this weekend, you've got to pin your ears back, trust in the talent that you have out there on the edges and in the secondary, and go bring pressure and take the fight to this TCU team. Because if you sit back uh, and and allow Duggan just to to, to have his way, you give him time to survey the field and give him time to pick places where he wants to run, and you, you've got great receivers on the outside. If you give those guys time to think, they are good enough to beat anybody. They've proven that. I think that we, we've been at our best when we apply pressure, and, and I would love to go see the, the dogs pin their ears back and just come time after time uh, in this national championship game. Eric, similar to what we saw with Tennessee and how they made Hinden Hooker very uncomfortable in that game? Uh, very similar to that. I, I would really take that that blueprint when when really no one thought that we were going to come in 
and and applies that kind of pressure because of the success that Tennessee has had. It was the first time this year, really up until the fourth quarter of Ohio State, uh, that that this dog this version of the dogs defense played with a it's not a reckless abandon because it's all calculated but but just just brought pressure continuously through the game and you do that through a variety of looks it's not i'm just lining up in the, the same look you're mixing in zone blitzes and you're doing different things but uh very similar to that blueprint and then what we did in the fourth quarter uh against ohio state i i think that is the that is the formula for this dog's defense where they just excelled and played at a high level um, you're going to mix that up some, but I think it's got to be heavily tilted uh, towards the way we design defenses against Tennessee and in that fourth quarter against Ohio State, and I think it could be a fun afternoon. And then uh, Eric Zier joined us here, guys, running the football. Uh, I love Mac. I, I give McIntosh all the touches, but, again, they got so many weapons to spread it around. The bad news, losing Darnell Washington. The good news was Arian Smith and uh, Donnie Mitchell, all the wide receivers really seem to pop at the right time. Boy, there's no question about it. I, it's the – uh, you know, th- those two guys who have been banged up all year, right, and haven't been able to go contribute, we haven't been able to get the practice time. For, for those guys to get healthy, boy, did they ever get healthy at the at the right time. You've always known, we've known A.D. Mitchell from last year, the difference maker that he is. Um, and, and then you've got, you got Arian on the outside with his speed. Getting those guys back and, and at, at full speed, it changes the look around what we can do and what we want to go do, especially the – to, to stretch the field with Lad still, Lad McConkey still dealing through some knee pain and some knee issues. It's just imperative that those guys got back and that they they showed up at the at the biggest of times. And uh, they're going to continue just with another week of practice. I mean, they're going to they're really going to accelerate just with their with their return. So still plenty of weapons on this on this Georgia offense. You can talk about running the football. I think Kendall Milton is uh, he is peaking at the right time. He is playing his best football he's ever played since he's. He's uh, donned a, a Georgia helmet, so he continues to play, uh, get better and better. Kenny McIntosh, man, he, he is a, he's another one of those just matchup nightmares where you can line him up anywhere and then he can beat you. Dejan Edwards uh, is a guy that since he's been on campus I've just loved. So weapons across the board for this, for this Georgia offense is going to look and feel a little bit different for certain, uh, but still plenty of weapons uh, to go score every time you touch the football. How good does this feel for you? Third time in six years, the dogs are playing for the national chip. Eric, you played with some dudes, right? The, Georgia has always seemingly had talent. But at this point, it seems like the page has been turned, and this is now the new expectation. How good does this feel for a guy like yourself? Yeah, it is. I, I'll tell you, it's, you know, once you've, and, and this, this goes for anybody that, that's ever played uh, for, the, for their school or if you played at the next level, I mean, you, you, you were part of the family forever, so and, and you live right through the through the success that the guys are guys are are having on the field at any given time. It is special. I mean, it is, and uh, in, in knowing how hard every young man on this team has worked and the sacrifices that they give to see them uh, to, to see them find this kind of success that they that they earn every single day. Uh, it is it's special to see. It is special to be a part of. It amplifies it just because you know for anybody that's ever been in the program because you you know exactly what they're what what they go through the pressures that they that they have on them uh, so it is it it makes it special I mean it's it, it's rarefied air that these guys have elevated themselves to that very few programs in the history of college sports have ever gotten to uh, and and they are there and battling every single day it makes you proud to be a 
proud to be a Bulldog. It makes you uh, excited as a as a fan, um, but it's it's something that is very very special because you're part of the family. It's a good time to be a dog, man. Erica, it's good talking to you, man. Carl, I went out with him 21 years ago, and his wife never let us go out again. <laughs> I wonder what that entailed. <laughs> I've been out with Mike Bell many times, and I'm surprised I didn't wake up naked in a Super 8 in Villarica. Thankfully, it didn't happen. I'm going to come back. He gave Kirby Smart his first ever job, and he sold pizzas with Sonny Dykes. That's next, Sports Radio 1990 Game. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Rob Tribble in for John Chuckery, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Now, there's a guy that gave Will Muschamp, I mean, I'm sorry, Kirby Smart, well, and Will Muschamp, for that matter, their first jobs, and he sold pizzas with Sonny Dykes. And I'm talking about Chris Hatcher, great quarterback at Valdosta State, won the Harlan Hill Trophy, coached down there, ended up on Hal Mummy's staff at at Kentucky on the same staff with Mike Leach and Sonny Dykes. Well, Chris Hatcher, after being quarterback's coach at UK, Got the job of his, at his alma mater, and the money wasn't big back then. He was running out of the coaching pool money. You know, coaches are allowed to pool money to uh, hire their assistants. He had Will Muschamp on his uh, staff making a very royal sum of $31,000 a year. They had $8,000 left. And Will Muschamp says, you know, there's this guy that was uh, my teammate, pretty good ball hawk in the secondary, had about 13 career interceptions, Kirby Smart. Chris Hatcher remembered Kirby Smart because Kirby picked off Tim Couch three times in the game against Kentucky. And I, I covered Kirby when he was a player at Georgia, and he was, a, he was a ball hawk. He was a good player. He'd lay the wood to you. Just didn't quite have the hips and the speed for the NFL, but apparently he's made the right choice. So Chris Hatcher calls Kirby down to Valdosta to interview, so Kirby puts his suit on. And uh, Chris Hatcher tells Kirby, all right, Go up there to the board, draw Georgia's base defense. Kirby goes up there and does it, steps back, and he's sweating. He's nervous. Chris Hatcher and Will Muschamp just burst out laughing because 
Kirby only put 10 players on the field. So he kind of, uh, he's sweating. He nervously goes up and adds the 10th player, and Chris Hatcher hired him. When Hatcher was up at uh, UK, they bring in Sonny Dykes, whose dad was Spike Dykes, a legendary Texas coach. So Hatcher and Sonny Dykes didn't know each other, but on the same staff. Sonny Dykes hired as a grad assistant, and they lived together for three years, platonically. I might. <laughs> so how Mummy hired Chris Hatcher because Mummy coached Hatcher at Valdosta State. Mummy was a great Hatcher was a great quarterback at Valdosta State. Like I said, winning the Harlan Hill Trophy, which is Division II's Heisman. And Dykes hired uh, Mummy as a, a Mummy hired Dykes as a grad assistant. So Hatcher and Dykes were broke assistant coaches, broke, running football camps, doing anything they can. And then apparently Sonny Dykes is quite the hustler because when they got their apartment, they didn't have any furniture, and they got mattresses from a flea market. Can you imagine something as nasty as that? But you got to sleep somewhere, man. You know, that's, that's part of the, the struggle. The struggle is real. So Sonny Dykes, they realize that uh, Tubby Smith is having a basketball camp up there at Kentucky. And, of course, there's a bunch of other camps, too, uh, volleyball, cheerleading. Sonny Dykes says, we ought to sell pizza. So what do they do? They get in Chris Hatcher's 1984 Ford Ranger that his dad sold him for a dollar. And this is like, you know, what, 15 years later? So they go out and buy up all the pizzas from this pizza place. Eight slices in a box. They would sell a slice for a dollar or the whole thing for 10 bucks. And they just cleaned up. And whatever was left after the campers, they just went door-to-door and sold them in the dorms or just left them in the truck. And they made a ton of bucks. And now Chris Hatcher is coaching at Sanford, and he's got that link to both of them. Now, can you imagine Kirby Smart being that jittery, nervous, sweaty, just fighting to get that $8,000 a year job, right? Amazing. Amazing story. And I remember Chris Hatcher very well because, you know, we're West Georgia boys. Valdosta State's a rival. Big rival. And uh, there's another connection. David Dean is Georgia, who's West Georgia's our coach now, went to high school with me. Really? Yes. You know, you know, you know who David yeah, Dean is? Yeah, he was there while I was there. Yeah. He was, he was there the either the last two years or the last year I was there. He, he won a title at Valdosta. I think he might have won two at Valdosta. He might have won two, yeah. He was like three years older than me. Great athlete in high school. He started off in the band. Wow. And then he played football, basketball, baseball. Really good athlete. I was also in West Georgia's marching band. So yeah, but so no, glad I, we have a stadium there now too. Right, a, right. I, I haven't. I've been back once. I might go back next fall. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I may go back in March. We'll see. Yeah, but um, so David Dean was at Avondale, three years older than me. Played all the sports. Really good player and everything. Didn't get any offers. Walks on at Georgia Tech when Bill Curry was there. Makes the team. And actually had some playing time. And there was a game in 1984 when Bill Curry and Georgia Tech upset Alabama over at Grant Field. And I think Ray Perkins was Alabama's coach at the time. And I remember all the Avondale people were watching the game. David Dean saw extensive action in that game. And then he went on to be a good coach. And he's, a, he's just a great dude. And I used to play pickup basketball with him all the time at Avondale State. So I, I, I still know him. I used to know him pretty well back then, too. I mean, we were kind of friends. So... That's just a great story. Imagine Kirby Smart being that 
that nervous and jittery. Sweating bullets for AK. Yep, yep. I wonder why Chris Hatcher never – I guess he was. Ha- he's happy, though, at Sanford. He's, he's, I'm sure he's making a damn good living. He's making high six figures, I would imagine. Look up Chris Hatcher's salary. I'm always curious. You know what me and my boys do? Every time we bring up somebody famous or maybe not so famous, we always try to guess their net worth, and you can always look up their net worth. It's always fun to do. Is he making 500 k His current contract is uh, – he was just on a one-year $2.15 million deal. Oh, good deal. for him. Good for yeah. him. I know that sounds tacky. Stay out of a man's pocket, but we always want to know what people so are So he's making. out here making millions. Well, good for him. He does, he's, he's, he's clearly a good coach, and I'm sure he's, he's revered by uh, Sonny Dykes and, uh, and Kirby Smart. And how about Mike Leach being on that staff too? I think Hatcher – did Hatcher invent the air raid offense? Can we look that up? Because I know Mike Leach certainly perfected it and won a lot of games with it. And that was one of the saddest things when Mike Leach passed away because he was so irreverent just to completely – Different dude, and all the other coaches love him because he was such a an eccentric kook. I think, I think it's uh, I think Hatcher did invent it, or did Hal Mummy invent it? Hal Mummy invented it. Who invented the air raid offense? And I think Mike Leach tweaked it and perfected it. It was Hal Mummy, and then you know Chris Hatcher took his own version, and like you said, and Mike, Mike Leach, Leach perfect- made his own version. Exactly. So there you go. That, so Mummy was first. Yeah, that's a great story here. Now the struggle, and then look where you where you end up now. It, it's a, but the sad thing is a lot of people that have struggled like that, and they, they never quite break through for whatever reason. Certainly a lot of times your problems uh, reside in the mirror. But, uh, you know, that's just, a, that's just a great story. So you give Kirby Smart his first gig, and you and Sonny Dykes are struggling. Graduate assistants up there at UK under uh, Hal Mummy, and you decide to sell pizzas on the side. And now the two are about to battle it out now for a natty. Now the two are about to battle it out for a natty. And now you know the rest of the story. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to have some more fun, too. Kind of an irreverent Friday night. We're going to do the index. And, uh, and Dylan, you're going to play along. I, I have compiled the most random statistics. And we had a lot of fun with it last night with uh, with uh, Dom. I'm so, very, very yeah. intrigued by this. And then we're going to rank him as well as we uh, – we've got what? We've just got – we got an hour and 10 minutes well, left. We've got basically three segments left, and that's it. That's then, it. Then it's uh, Miller time for me. Oh, yeah. I, I have to make sure I don't unleash too much because it has been such a grind with, of a week for me. With this energy that you're having, first of all, you deserve it. You've been working very hard this week. I really have. But with this energy you're giving right now, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by anything you do, Rob Tribble, I, after tonight. But at, pro- at 10 o'clock, I feel like all bets are off for you. I don't, I'll probably be crashing at 1030, though. Just The energy's not there anymore. I can't do it. And I'm sure a lot of you have just been busting it all week. And if you're listening right now, especially if you're uh, working somewhere, hey, man, God bless you. It's it's tough, but you're, you're out there doing it, and I really appreciate you uh, listening. I empathize. I know what that's like. I've had some horrible jobs in my life, dude. I've had some good ones, too. But one of the nastiest jobs I had, my buddy somehow through hook or crook, he's one of those dudes that was a hustler. God rest his soul. He um, somehow got a military contract to clean Cargo planes and fighter jets at Maxwell Air Force Base and Dobbins. And it was cool being on the Air Force Base, seeing the planes, but we had to wear these rain suits and pressure wash these C-130s, and you had to scrub where the exhaust came out, and we had to use this degreaser, and it was the worst-smelling thing. And some, and we were in a hangar, but it was still very cold. We also got to clean the fighter jets, and that was really cool. But, man, that was the – 
most exhausting, dirty job. And you had to do it perfect, too, because the military came out there and expected they'd do the white glove test, and we'd have to make sure it was completely clean. The money was good, but, man, it was nasty. I had to take five showers just to get that. I, could, I smell it right now. And I'm talking, this is, geez, how long ago? I was 18? Man, this is well over. This is probably 1986. Wow. And I can smell that degreaser to this day. And I, you just, no matter every time you took a shower, you just could not get that smell. And you're wearing raincoats and rain gear, you know, the pants and the jacket. You got layers under that, I'm sure. Yeah, but man, you cannot get that smell off. It's like now, if I just say the name Jägermeister, oh, I can smell it. And it just, and I got friends that, ugh, Jägermeister's terrible. The worst shot there is is called the gorilla fart. It's Ew. it's yeah, I know it's nasty too. I don't know how anybody does it. It's Jägermeister and tequila. Oh, oh man, that is nasty, nasty, yeah. nasty, nasty. I remember hustling. You know, when I was in West Georgia and we were, you know, broke and had to party on a budget, drinking, right. ever, taking shots of Everclear. Oh, that's basically that's basically drinking rubbing alcohol, Rob. It's <laughs> basically nasty. rubbing alcohol, man. You know what we used to? We were so broke. You know that McDonald's is right there. Yeah, yeah. By where Cobb Hall. Yep. I lived in Cobb Hall. Oh, you did? Yep. Nice. When the McDonald's closed, we dumpster dive. Really? Because they would throw out the burgers they didn't sell. They weren't yeah. there for long. Right, right, right. I mean, the second they put them in there, we went and grabbed them. Yeah. Delicious. It worked out just Ate fine. Ate all the same. We had all sorts of hustles, too. Back then, <clears throat> pardon me, I sound like Mike Leach. Remember, he always, <clears throat> God bless his soul. We had the greatest hustles, too. Back then, Carrollton to Atlanta, that was a long-distance call. So we had pay phones. So what we'd do, we would get some thread and some tape and, and uh, tape the quarter to the thread, and you could sit there and just dink it in there. And it would, Wait, that actually works? It worked perfect, man. We had it down to a science. Wow. You could sit there and just get credits with that one quarter. Another thing you could do, the uh, washing machines downstairs, you had that, that slot where you put, you know, what, two, three coins in, and you push the slot in. You could do your driver's license, push it on there, and get free laundry too, man. We had all sorts of hustles. And this is a good topic to bring up, too, at 404-741-0929. Young and broke, the best hustle you came up with just to get by. And we had a lot of those, man. We certainly did. And not to mention, I'm not happy about this, but the occasional uh, dining and dashing. Maybe that's why now, today, I always tip about 30%, because I feel bad about that. But, you know, at the time, it just a stupid kid, impulsive. Yeah, man. Get those free long-distance calls and free laundry and dumpster diving. Living large, brother. Living large. All right, we're going to come back. Top of the hour, the index. You're going to enjoy this one. They're coming up a little bit later on, rank them, and we'll figure out what to do at 920. I guess we'll do the Falcons, the Hawks. I don't know. It's kind of a free-for-all Friday. Just having a, a, a good time, light and airy. Rob Tribble in for Chuck, Sports Radio, 1990 Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 